Uh, Brother Danny Ortiz is going to teach this session. He's going to teach on uh, the, the teen soul winning program. And so, Brother Ortiz, you come. Yeah. It's exciting. It's uh, good to be back another year. I always look forward to church growth. I remember when it was still the bus conference and the bus convention, and uh, when I was in school here. And uh, so it's, it's neat to be back and visit, see a lot of friends. And I've already caught up with several, and so it's good to be here. Appreciate the opportunity, Brother Davis. If you have your Bibles, open up to Acts chapter number one. We'll do one passage real quick to springboard off of Acts chapter number one and uh, verse number eight. Familiar passage, and uh, we'll take a look real quickly, and I'll try and get through all of all of my notes. Um, if I do have several, a lot of it's just basic stuff. Uh, you can certainly take notes, but if you have any questions or if you want to just put the pencil down. Uh, I can give you my email, and I'd be glad to email you, um, you know, anything that I, that, I, that I give you today. But Acts chapter number 1, verse number 8, the Bible says, But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. How to have a teen soul winning program. Just real quickly, i give you, uh, uh, number one, uh, your purpose. Uh, why, why have a teen soul winning program? Uh, program primarily is just to obey the Great Commission. It's a command. It's it's uh, yes, it's a program. Yes, it's something that you implement uh, to uh, another opportunity for teens to be involved in your church. But it's a command. It's something that we should do. Period. So uh, having a teen soul program allows teens the opportunity to obey the Great Commission. A lot of times, if you don't have something structured or something in place, uh, they're not going to be able to go. Perhaps maybe uh, maybe parents can't make it out. Uh, during the regular time, but uh, but they can go maybe when, when it, the time you have scheduled. Uh, so this is strictly out of obedience to the Word of God. This alone is reason enough to have some program of some of some type to uh, allow teens to go soul winning. Um, number two, uh, under your purpose, it's to train future soul winners. Uh, why have a teen soul winning program uh, to train future soul winners? I learned how to go soul winning when I was a young uh, when I was around a teenager. Uh, I started going uh, in, in seventh grade. Uh, they'd take us in bus loads and we'd go. Uh, on a bus and I'll go, I'll go out sewing and that's when I learn and a lot of times uh, uh, teens can be more ambitious they can be more exciting they can be more uh, ambitious for the Lord uh, going sewing and sometimes adults even so you know you get them get them excited about sewing you get them going while they're young while they're 12 13 14 years old and they develop an appetite and a taste for winning souls to Christ and so uh, to train future soul winners and then uh, thirdly to provide an opportunity for you to minister alongside with your teens a lot of times as a youth pastor you're ministering to your teens you're teaching them Sunday school, you're teaching them sessions, you're teaching them, uh, maybe you have a, a youth power hour of some sort or uh, something along that line. You're ministering to them. But when you go sowing in, you get to go with them. They get to go with you. Uh, I mentioned uh, growing up, um, I grew up in, in Longview, Texas under uh, Pastor Bob Gray Sr. when I was a, a boy up to about 8th grade. And Brother Bob Gray II, who's now the pastor there now, uh, he was my youth pastor for my 7th and 8th grade year. And then uh, we ended up moving and then my dad took a church when I was in high school. But uh, I, I used to go sowing in with Brother Bob, uh, just me and him. There was a time, there's a stretch there, it was just me and him would go out sewing on Saturdays. And uh, those are some of my fondest memories as a teenager. And going with my youth pastor, I have memories of him leading souls to Christ and uh, me being able to watch him. And so, uh, so going and having a, a, a teen soul winning program allows you the opportunity to minister with your teenagers, not just to them. So it provides great, great opportunities there. And then uh, secondly, first your purpose, secondly, your plan, your plan. And this is where I'll just go uh, A through uh, A through Z, not, not literally, but I have several, uh, several little things here. Uh, number one. Set a time in your church's weekly structure that allows you to, to take the teens out soul winning. 
Uh, set a time in your church's weekly structure that allows you to take the teens out soul winning. And this can be any time that, that works best for your structure. It could be a soul, uh, Saturday uh, morning soul winning. It could be Thursday evenings. It could be Wednesday afternoons. Uh, we personally, it, it works best for us to go on Wednesday afternoons. We have a Christian school, and we go after uh, school dismisses at 3. We give them about half an hour to, uh, to change, kind of get their things in order. If they want to send book packs home with siblings, uh, mom and dad, uh, they can change and get ready uh, for, for, for church that night. A lot of our ladies will, the young ladies will change out of their school uniform and into their dress clothes for church. And so give them about half an hour window, and then we go in the afternoon for about an hour, hour and a half. And uh, that's what works best for us. But look at what works best for you. Um, make sure you get that approved by your pastor. Uh, make sure that he's not hearing about it from the teenagers. Uh, that, you know, hey, we're going sewing on, on, on Friday night. And, you know, and he's saying, I don't know anything about this. I've already talked to my youth pastor. So make sure you run, run that by your pastor. But set a time that works best for your structure. Uh, next, determine a start date and promote it. Determine a start date and promote it. We, uh, when I took the youth department about four and a half years ago, there was not a, a set teen soul winning time. Uh, several of our teens work in the bus ministry, so a lot of times Saturday mornings are taken up them going bus calling with bus captains. So, uh, so I had to get a little creative with what 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 we could do, and so uh, so we had to start one. And uh, so st uh, determine a start date and promote it. Look at the church calendar, set a date far enough out in advance uh, to give you at least a few weeks to promote your first soul winning event. If you don't have one yet, uh, set a date far enough in advance so you can start to promote that. Um, under that, make sure you communicate to parents. Let, let parents know. Uh, put it in the announcements. Ask if you can make an announcement. Sometimes I don't make the announcements on a regular basis in church, but, uh, but anything teen-related, pastor will say, hey, I want you to make this announcement. And so uh, get it in the announcements in a service. Advertise it in a Sunday, uh, in a Sunday bulletin. Uh, get it in Sunday school. Talk about it in Sunday school opening assembly. Make a flyer. Design a flyer and advertise it. Make it big. Uh, send out text reminders if you have teens that have cell phones. Do whatever you can to keep it in front of your teens and their parents. Parents. Let them know this is coming up. We're excited about this. We're going to start teen soul winning and uh, just constantly communicating, communi communicating, communicating. Uh, number under, uh, still under number two, determine a start date and promote it. Make a big deal out of it. Uh, offer, offer to do something big on the first day. Uh, offer to buy everybody a drink at 7-Eleven or Speedway or, or we have Wawa up in, uh, up in Maryland. Uh, and uh, there's, I never heard of Wawa until I moved up to Maryland. <laughs> we were out soul winning actually and uh, somebody said, who wants to go to the Wawa? And I thought, is he, is he talking about the bathroom? Like, what, what's the Wawa? You know, like, you know, so, but whatever, you know, whatever you, whatever you have in your area, offer to do something. Hey, everybody that comes out on this day. Uh, I'm going to buy drinks for everybody. I'm going to buy ice cream for everybody. Put something into that first day that makes it a big deal. Uh, make it a big deal out of it. Uh, maybe you plan to make a meal stop. Say, hey, everybody, bring some money. We're going to stop at CC's. We're going to stop at Chick-fil-A. We're going to stop at McDonald's and, uh, and plan to bring some money. But make a big deal about it. Determine a start date and promote it. Uh, number next, uh, determine an area you'll be taking the teens. And this is something you do weekly, obviously. Determine an area you'll be taking your teens to. We use... Um, Google Maps. What we do is we have a G Suite, we have a church account with Google, and, uh, and I basically go into there, into Google Maps, and I can highlight, you can highlight every street uh, that you knock. You can go in and you can uh, give it a title, give it a date, you can color coordinate it. Uh, there, are, I know of some uh, sewing ministries that they have a color for every department. Uh, maybe it's this Sunday school class, this color of, of highlighted streets is hit by this Sunday school class or by this group, maybe by the teens, maybe by the college and career. So there's a lot of ways that can be used, but, but I use it personally just with our teenagers. So I can go in and, uh, and edit it on a weekly basis, and I can look at 
our, our map of Frederick and I can see every street we've knocked on, when we knocked on it, and uh, so on and so forth. So just an idea, but, um, but determine an area you'll be taking your, your, your teens. Um, under that, always have more area in mind than you think you'll need. Uh, teens can walk fast, teens can knock fast, teens can talk fast. So uh, always have more area in mind than you think you'll need. You're better off having too much and picking up where you left off on the next time than uh, saying, uh-oh, we still have 30 minutes and I'm out of, I'm, I'm out of doors, where do I go? And so, uh, so always have more than you think you'll need. Uh, number next, determine, or, or I'm sorry, schedule enough time to have a 15-minute training segment before you go out. Uh, I think this is important. Uh, teens don't always just know how to go soul winning. Uh, that you know, a lot of times you have to tell them what to do, and you have to tell them what not to do. Uh, they will do funny stuff, uh, no matter what they're doing. If you work with teenagers, you know uh, they they're they're out sewing, and it's like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? So you know, tell them. You know, I use that time to tell them what to do and what not to do. How to knock on a door. How not to knock on a door. How to talk to an adult. How not to talk to an adult. Uh, how to walk down the sidewalk. How not to walk down the sidewalk. You know, they they learn the latest you know, uh, you know, move or boogie or, you know, whatever they, you know, whatever they call it. And, and, you know, they're doing the whole, like this number thing that's going around, you know, it's like, what are you doing? You know, we're all so many. So, you know, I use that time and it's not long, but it's just enough time to kind of group together and to go over some basic do's and don'ts. And if at any point in time you do have to address something, you don't have to create that avenue. It exists. You can you say, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this on, on this time, and I say, hey, look, let's not do this. And uh, you know, in a general sense, if it's uh, you know if it's something minor, if it's something major, I'm gonna probably talk to them in person. But um, but if you have to talk about something, what you know, hey, don't do this. And you have that time slot already in place. Um, I, like I mentioned, knocking on doors, how to carry yourself when you walk. Uh, up to the door, away from the door. Um, you know, there was a friend of mine when I was so wanting, this was actually in college, uh, but, but the, the, the partner led someone to the Lord, and as they were walking away, the guy was like, yeah, you know, giving him a fist bump, you know, and the guys, you know, seeing the two guys walk away fist bumping each other, it's like, let's not do that, you know, let's save that, save that for on the bus, you know, high five or whatever. Um, how, to, how to speak to adults, how to introduce themselves, how to look people in the eye when you talk to them, how to enunciate, how to, how to be confident, how to be clear when you're talking. And uh, because they do represent not just the church, they represent our Lord, they represent the Savior. You want to have a good reputation in your community, especially when working with young people. Um, during that time, teach them how to win someone to Christ. Go over the Romans Road. Uh, challenge them to memorize the Romans Road. Challenge them to memorize the, the passage of Scripture used in, in leading someone to the Lord. Um, something that you could do is, is give maybe one, maybe not more than one person uh, per, per 15 minute um, uh, window, but uh, I'll have a teenager lead me to the Lord, walk me through. If I'm a lost person, okay, um, you know, take five minutes and uh, go ahead and walk me through uh, uh, salvation, walk me through leading me to the Lord. And I'll even pose arguments. I'll even say, okay, but what if you ask me, or if you're 100% sure if you die today, you go to heaven, I'll say something that maybe they wouldn't expect. Uh, well, yeah, I, I think so. I, I, I go to church every week, or uh, I, I'm, I'm a good person, or I was baptized. My grandmother and my grandfather were in the ministry, or this or that. And these are things that they'll hear on the streets, but they'll they may not know what to say. So I use that as an opportunity to, uh, to kind of challenge them, to challenge their thinking, to get them thinking about different arguments, um, you know, um, what they might say if somebody were to say X, Y, or Z. Um, allow them to ask questions during this time. Hey, last week this person said this to me at the door. What should I say in this case? Or this person invited me into their house. What am I supposed to do? You know, or, you know and, and of course, no, we don't allow teenagers to go in anybody's house. I don't care how many of them there are. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, that's the perfect time to do that. Um, number next, 
uh, pair up your teens yourself. You pick out who goes with who. Uh, don't let them decide who they want to go with. Uh, change it up. Keep it, keep it um, you know, fluid. You don't want it to get lock and step every single week. This guy is always going with this guy, or this girl is always going with this girl. You, uh, you know, clicks can happen, and even in teen soul winning. Uh, you want to break that up. You want to keep things uh, um, uh, fluid, and, and so to speak, and uh, pair, uh, pair up experienced teens with inexperienced teens. You have seventh graders that have no idea what they're doing, and, but they really look up to that junior or senior. And, uh, and, and that's a good opportunity for them to be a good example to, uh, to that seventh grader um, that gives them an opportunity to, to, to learn from other people how to go sewing. Some of my, uh, some of the best uh, things I've learned in sewing was watching somebody else lead someone to Christ, whether that was another staff member or, or another uh, uh, friend in college or another teenager in the youth department. And uh, so pairing up teens yourself. Uh, number next, have a dress code. Have a dress code. I'd encourage you to have some bar that you set. Now, ours isn't super high. Um, we, we just have the guys wear collared shirts and at least a khaki style of pant. Um, we don't allow denim. We, we kind of keep that off. Uh, ladies, we want them in, in, in nice uh, uh, dress outfits. And, uh, of course, it's on Wednesday, so a lot of times they're getting dressed for church, and they'll just go in their dress outfits for church. But I would encourage you to have some type of a bar that you, as, as a youth pastor, feel is best. This is, this is what would work best for us at this time. If yours is on a Saturday, maybe you do want to do shirt and tie for the guys. Um, maybe uh, if it's uh, on a Thursday night, maybe, maybe not. It, it, it's completely up to you. But I'd encourage you to set that bar. Wherever you think is best between you and your pastor, uh, set that bar for, uh, for your teenagers. Um, I wouldn't recommend t-shirts, denim, culottes, sneakers, um, you know, at least for, for your weekly soul winning, especially if you're representing a ministry and you're representing the Lord. Uh, you want to look sharp. You want to look uh, classy and representable. Uh, next, have plenty of tracks. Have plenty of tracks. You don't want to get out there and look uh, around the van and, uh, uh-oh, <laughs> does anybody have tracks with them already? And, uh, and, and, they don't, and they don't have anything to give out. You know, there's these chick tracks in the bottom of the church band, you know, and, you, know, and you, you, want, you want something with your church name, you want something with your pastor's name uh, and, and, and photo. You want to advertise the church, obviously. And uh, so have plenty of tracks. Um, I don't order the tracks uh, uh, personally. Um, uh, but but we, we've always got a, there's a track rack in our in our Sunday school hallway that uh, we always go by on our way out the door to go to the van and uh, tell the teens grab tracks grab tracks now um, collect tracks afterwards I would recommend collect the tracks afterwards now some teens may take them and actually pass them out um, maybe you have a fall program or spring program going on and you're encouraging teens to pass off tracks then yes you know take them with you but as long as you're passing them out you don't want to give out a hundred you know 200 tracks uh, you know at the beginning of, of soul winning you know and only say 15 or 20 just for sake of example get passed out and you have 85 that are that are floating around and they get taken home and they get thrown away or they get tossed in the trash or something like that you want to collect those so that they're not being wasted uh, but but have plenty of tracks uh, for your teen soul winning have decision cards. Hopefully you're having people make decisions. You want people to trust Christ, and you want, you want to teach them, train them, how to fill out a, a decision card. Now, it's not very hard. It says name. Write their name. It says address. Write the address. It says phone number. Get their phone number. Uh, you don't want somebody writing down on a 3 by 5 card, Joseph. Hey, I saw him. He got saved. You know, you, 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 want, you want contacts. This is important. You, these, are, these are opportunities for follow-ups. These are opportunities to see someone else saved in that home. This is opportunities to see someone baptized, an opportunity for someone to join the church. And uh, you want to follow up. And so uh, the Great Commission is get them saved, get them baptized, 
and then continue to teach and train them, and that's getting them into church. So have decision cards, teach them how to fill them out completely uh, and properly, and have those collected uh, at the end of your soul winning uh, time. Now, there, I have a box outside my office that I say, okay, if you if you need to fill that out, still get that in my box by the end of today. I'll, you know, so I have a place for them to fill it out. Sometimes that works too. Uh, the church I grew up, um, uh, when I mentioned earlier, going soul winning, um, everybody go out on Thursday night. And, uh, and then when everybody came back, there were uh, boxes designated for decision cards. And so maybe that's something you might do. Say, you know, always put them, any decision cards. Because they may see someone saved, you know, Lord willing, on their own time. Uh, maybe they're riding a bike and they're with a friend and they lead someone to the Lord. They're, if they go to a public school and they lead someone to the Lord there or at work, uh, if they can fill out a decision card, have a place for them to put those cards. Um, next, sing. Sing in the vehicle. Uh, I'd encourage you to set, that sets a tone, that sets a mood, that sets an atmosphere. And singing in the vehicle, that's before sewing, after sewing, perhaps it's during that 15-minute that window where you're uh, going over some basic uh, do's and don'ts. It helps maintain a positive spiritual atmosphere. Uh, you want to control that. You want to you contain that. You want to set that in action. Um, next, uh, have a time of testimonies. Uh, this, can, this can be probably one of the most powerful aspects of uh, uh, teen soul winning is hearing what another teenager was able to do, hearing another teenager lead someone to the Lord. Uh, so, sometimes if it's someone's first, and what an exciting thing that just happened. And so for the teens to be able to hear, hey, uh, my friend just got to lead their first soul to the Lord, or, 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 or their second, or whatever, or they got to see a, a follow-up saved, or something along that line. Have a time for uh, testimonies, whether that's... Um, on the way back, if you're on the van or in, in, on the bus, and you want to have a time of testimonies then, or the following week, uh, hey, does anybody have a testimony from last week? You know, but have a set time where you have testimonies. Um, give teens the opportunity to share what God did through them. Uh, I think it's important that teens learn how to express uh, uh, what God's doing in their life. A lot of times God's working, but they don't know how to verbalize that. They don't know how to put that into words. And uh, that, that's, that's missing in our churches in general. Uh, you know, uh, I, you know I, I think our church is the same as a lot of other churches. And a lot of times it's, it's tough getting people to praise God, to give God credit, give God glory, to verbalize and to put in words what God's doing in their life. So uh, give teens that opportunity. Um, next, if necessary, uh, have a, a bus or van driver lined up. Um, I highly recommend this if you, if you, if you, especially if you have a bus you need to take. If you have enough teens that you need to take a bus load, have a designated driver. Um, especially on a bus, you can then lead a program. You can kind of keep maintain order on the bus. Uh, you can, you know, do whatever you need to on the bus, and somebody else is driving. Give them directions. Give them the area, but uh, but have a designated driver lined up. Um, if you're if you have a designated driver, this gives you an opportunity to be with the teens on the bus. Again, lead the program, maintain order, sing songs, uh, conduct testimonies, things along that line. Um, I personally, uh, we we have about two van loads that'll go out, and uh, and I'll usually take the guys, and a lot of times my wife will take the ladies, and uh, we each have a worker with us, and so uh, but but have somebody designated to drive every single week. Uh, next, determine your phone policy. Determine your phone policy. Now, I, I don't want to set what you should do, but you and your pastor pray and think about what should we do regarding phones. It may be best that you don't have phones on the, on, on the bus or on the vehicle, but, uh, but then again, in the day and time we live in, a lot of times, you know, mom and dad want their phones on their teenagers at all times. In a case like this, they're out sewing. We do allow our teens to have their phones uh, for safety reasons only. If they need to make a phone call because uh, something's wrong, somebody somebody's sick, somebody's not feeling well, uh, something happened, uh, you know, hey, 
this, this, I'm getting a little concerned about this situation, uh, the, you know, whatever the case may be, um, they have an opportunity to get a hold of me, my wife, one of the workers, uh, or if need be, their parents. And so uh, they're not allowed to be on their phones except for an emergency, no social media, no texting, no goofing around, no playing music. None of that, none of that stuff takes place. Uh, they need to be in their pocket, and if they're on it, it needs to be for, for an important reason. And so you determine that as, you, as youth pastor, um, what, uh, what you think is best for your phone policy. Uh, next, set levels of achievement in place that provide you an opportunity to recognize those who lead souls to Christ. Um, this can be uh, at an awards banquet. We have a spring banquet every April, and we did this for the first time this year. And uh, basically we set a bar and said, okay, if you did... If you, led, if you led one person, I think we said it at just one, if you led one person to the Lord the past calendar year, um, you, get, you get an award. And uh, they became a part of what we call, I just call it simply the, the Soul Winners Club. And uh, the fact that they got to lead one soul to the Lord. You can have a 10, soul winners, uh, 10 Souls Award, 25 Souls Award, 50 Souls Award, 100 Souls Award, whatever that bar uh, you think your teens can hit. Uh, put something in front of them, and it gives you an opportunity to recognize the, the, the accomplishments and the achievements that they're doing. Um, you know, like I said, this could be an awards banquet. You could do this in the first uh, in the first month of the year, sometime in January, on a Sunday night, and recognize everybody from the previous calendar year. You could do it once a quarter, every 13 weeks. Uh, do it on a Sunday night. Uh, but but I would recommend you put something out there that says, hey, if you reach this, we're going to recognize those that accomplish this level of achievement. As youth pastor. I'm sure you all deal with this too. Is it, it can be easy to get distracted with who's not doing, mm-hmm. and uh, and and Pastor C has helped me with this. He's you know, and, and I don't think it's original to him necessarily. But you get what you emphasize. Uh, you emphasize the positive, you're going to get the positive. If you address the negative all the time, you're just going to get a less, a lot less negative, if that. And so, um, so I, I highly recommend you do something. And this is something you could do with any anything, Bible reading, you know, uh, whatever the case may be. But with soul winning, um, it, it sets, a, it sets a, a culture in your, in your youth department. It helps establish that culture. I had to create it. We had to create that, that, that culture uh, where soul winning was a part of our youth, youth department's DNA. Uh, a lot of them are bus workers and great bus workers. In fact, um, if our teenagers went on strike with our bus ministry, we wouldn't have a lot of workers. <laughs> our, our, our youth, our, our, our teens do a lot of our youth uh, our, our bus ministry, mm-hmm. and so, um, but with that being said, a lot of them still didn't know how to go soul winning, especially door to door, inviting people to church, how to represent the church um, out on the streets and in the community. And so, uh, so this is just one of the little things you can do if you're, especially if you're trying to create that, um, you know. And if it's just three, then make a big deal about the three. I mean, the three teens. You know, if if, if it's five teenagers, I don't remember exactly how many we had. Uh, we we did have several. Um, you know, probably eight or ten. Out of out of our out of our teens that came to that banquet, uh, that got recognized for that, and uh, but put something in front of them, and again, it gives you the opportunity to recognize those that lead souls to Christ. Um, next, on occasion, and I put in parentheses as budget allows, do a random act of kindness, and uh, I put in qu- quotation marks a random act act of kindness because uh, that can mean anything. It, it, and, for, I put down, uh, and I mentioned this already, getting them drinks, um, but uh, you know, at a, at a gas station, stopping for ice cream, have pizza delivered to the church, and have pizza after soul winning. Uh, of course, you need to plan these things, but uh, but sometimes I do it right as we're done. All right, everybody, we're going to 7-Eleven. We're going to get a drink, and they don't know about it until then. You know, I don't. I won't advertise it. 
I'll just I'll just I'll spring it on them. And uh, this is a good morale booster. This is just a good little thing that says, hey, yeah, that's exciting. You know, what a nice, you know, uh, nice little surprise, nice little treat. Uh, you may have candy bars or you may, uh, you know, I don't know, whatever, whatever you think works best for your teens and will, will kind of spark some excitement, spark some uh, good morale. Um, you know, do something on every so often uh, so that, uh, it, again, it just, it's a good morale booster, little random acts of kindness. Um, here's a couple of things, um, and there's probably more you could, you could think of, but things you can utilize your team soul winning for. Uh, blitzing or canvassing a bus route for a big day, uh, a, v a vacation Bible school you may have coming up, starting a new bus route. Um, blitzing or canvassing for an upcoming youth rally or conference your church might be having. If you have something structured for, for teens to go soul winning on a regular basis, every so often you can use that. Say, okay, this week we're just going to blitz, we're going to canvass, we're going to get the word out. we got a new bus route starting, we're going to blitz the area. Or we got VBS coming up, we're going to you know, put as many flyers out as we can. Um, we got a youth. We, we have a youth rally at our church. We had just had our third this year, and we're going to just cover the area. We're going to hit as many doors as we can in an hour, 90 minutes, and uh, have plenty of flyers, have uh, you know everything that you need for that time. But, uh, but those are things you can utilize your teen soul winning program for. And then lastly, and uh, this is almost kind of a random last uh, point, but take pictures. Mm -hmm. Take pictures. Teens love love pictures, especially if they have social media. Um, they're always taking pictures on their own. Um, I am horrible at this. Um, so I delegate. Uh, my, my wife does a great job remembering for me. Um, and, uh, but, but take pictures of the teens and take pictures with the teens. Uh, take pictures of you with them uh, out sewing. You know, probably not at a door. You know, uh, you know, well, you know <laughs> you're in the middle of the gospel. Hey, one second. <laughs> you know, hashtag sewing. You know, that, that's probably not the best way to go about it. But... You know, take pictures, um, you know, uh, you know, if you, brother, um, brother Jonathan Wells, I think, you know, probably several of you know who, who that is, especially if you have Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, um, he'll, you know, he's walking around, we're alive, you know, and, and, and there's, there's uh, teenagers, teens love that kind of stuff, you know, so I'd encourage you to have, uh, have that implemented, not just teen sewing, but any, any time you can think of, uh, but take pictures, have, uh, and delegate that if you have to, and that's what I have to do. So, all right, that is my last point, and does anybody have any questions? Anybody have any questions? I'm not an expert, but I just wanted to give an opportunity in case somebody did. Yes, sir. You said Google Earth has that math program. Can yeah. you explain that in depth? I, I'll do my best. I, I am not a, a tech guru. I have to, I have to um, Google everything. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I have to kind of do my own little homework. Um, but if you, go, if you have a Google account, uh, like Google, and you have, you have Google Drive, you have um, all those little, there's up on the right-hand side, if you sign in, on, on the right, upper right-hand side, there's... Uh, a tab you can hit and down pops a lot of options. There's Google Photos, there's Google uh, Maps, and uh, several others that I actually don't utilize at this point. Um, but you can hit Maps, and then um, there at the top, when you open up your county or your city, um, at the top there should be a few different tabs, a few different options. One of them is like a highlight option, and you can just drag. You click and then drag, and uh, I zoom in on a street, and I, you know, especially if it's a round street or a cul-de-sac, I have to do it in little segments. Um, but, um, but you just click and drag over whatever street you're, you're highlighting. And then when you're done, um, click on that last dot and you can name it. You can put a, um, I, I, I put teen sewing and the date. And I pick the color and ours is green. And so, uh, so all the green lines on my, um, on my Google Maps um, and it kind of it saves it almost like a document. You can go to your Google Drive 
And uh, if you did it, you know, within the past seven days or whatever, it'll up at, up at the top should be like recently, you know, edited or whatever. Um, and you can see that map, and you just go back to it and continue. So um, again, I, can you share that with your pastor and stuff? Like, can you email? Yes, me? like uh, yeah. In fact, if you create something and you can share it in Google, so you can you so whoever you share it to has access to that same document. Um, we do that like um, with, the, with the music ministry. I share, I, I have all of our hymns uh, selected and I share that to Pastor Mrs. C. Um, my wife is the pianist and then one of the ladies in the church that works in the office and they all get it and they can all see it and if I want to, I can give them access to edit it. Um, you know, there's, there's all sorts of, um, and I believe, I mentioned earlier a church that, um, actually Brother Wells, he, he mentioned this to me, that uh, different men oversee different quadrants of the city in their soul winning ministry and so this quadrant is is marked i don't know exactly how he does that but it's colored the, the highlights on that quadrant are one color and that represents this ministry or this college and career class or this whatever the case may be and so yes you can share it you can definitely and i'd recommend that by the way you know um you know if, you, if someone in your church is over the soul winning you know you want to work with him or work with your pastor so that yeah it's visible to those men as well you can do that Anybody else? Anybody else? Yes, ma'am. You said you could email like a copy of this. I can, absolutely. And I can give you my email. It's my name, Danny Ortiz, D-A-N-N-Y-O-R-T-I-Z, at frederickbaptist.org. And I'd be glad to send you, because I, I think I went fast, and I think I gave a lot of little things. So um, if you want a copy of that, just shoot me an email. I'd be glad to send that to you. All lower case. I'm sorry. Frederick. E R. I C K. Baptist. Baptist.org. B A B D I S T. Baptist. No, just kidding. That's from Brother. Oh, what's Brother McSpadden? He used to do a character. Anybody remember the the old? Bucky Tucker. Yes, yes. Bucky Tucker from Bucky, Kentucky. Right, and uh, he was a skit character. He'd always do a one one man skit routine, and he would say, "B A B D I S T Baptist." And so, anyway, all right. Anybody else? Any other questions? I think I lost track of time. Two ten. I'm, I'm all right. I'm right on time for the day.